on there, Chris Ann. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show with full volume. <laughs> My husband, JC. JC's got his Got Liberty t-shirt on today. I'm sipping from my Liberty First University mug, and I'm uh, happy to announce the long-awaited, finally, at last, the brand new Liberty Over Security, Principle Over Party, Truth Over Your Favorite Personality t-shirts. There you go, right up there. Uh, we actually also have a another t-shirt uh, that JC made from... From the scripture Acts seventeen six, which is the um, the scripture that I use for our River River University class, our School of Government class, uh, uh, those which have come to turn the world upside down, and uh, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, uh, the Liberty over Security, Principle over Party, Truth over Personality T-shirts are up there. I, I love that, by the way. I love the uh, these that have uh, turned the world upside down t-shirts. And go back down a second for the other one. There you go. All right, so do, is that the back? Keep going down. Stay there. The back of the Liberty Over Security t-shirt is so cool. Look at that. JC is just so awesome in designing these t-shirts. You can get these at uh, chrisannhall.com. And you click on the shop button. And then you click on the Liberty First gear and it will take you to this page. And we have, my goodness, we have so much Liberty gear. Uh, it's just, I, I love, this is the Freedom Plus Morality Equals Liberty t-shirt. I think the uh, one t-shirt, the brand new t-shirt, is the only one that we don't have like a founder's quote on. <laughs> But it's still a really, really cool t-shirt. So remember these things as you are coming to think about gift giving. And I'm going to hop online now that the new t-shirt is up. I'm going to hop online and get one. Get a several. Good. Because <laughs> nice. I, I, want, I want a long sleeve shirt and I'm going to get Colton a hoodie. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. You got to scroll to the bottom of that page. I'm... I hate the way Teespring. I mean, they got to figure out a better way to organize. But anyway, go to the bottom of the page where you find this. Yeah, the just new keep stuff. scrolling, and the new stuff's at the bottom. But if you're new to the to the T-shirt website, then uh, guess what? All of it. Everything is new to you. Yeah. So we're we're pretty excited about that. Uh, I love our T-shirt. And remember, everything that you do supports what we do. So that's why we create the t-shirts. That's why we have libertyfirstuniversity.com. That's why we have books and DVDs and digital downloads because we want to have a mutually beneficial relationship. We're not just here to give you the daily journal. We want to disciple as well. And discipling in liberty is very, very important. I got distracted for a moment looking at the Inspector General website and I saw that oversight.gov. What a joke. <laughs> As if that's what they do. Yeah, Chris Ann has her old lady glasses on today because I made notes. Remember, we promised you that we were going to go over the IG report today. And 
What a mind-blowing, just conscience-numbing thing to look at. How, how are we sounding Seriously. out there? How's it sound? Let us, know, let us know. Let us know. We can't. I don't. How's your sound look? How's your sound look? My sound looks good. Okay, good. So, right, so you guys go can tell us what the sun is. Yep, we're going to go over the IG report today. I hope everybody's got their seatbelts on and wrapped their heads with lots of duct tape so things don't explode. Because <laughs> uh, Chris Ann had several head explosions Man, while I, reading this thing. It was crazy. I thought, so what's, what's your, uh, I thought it was, uh, I mean, obviously it's huge as far as the size of the thing. It's but huge. I thought it was significant. It's huge. And, and I felt like it was damning, contrary to the, the mainstream media. I mean, they already had their analysis prepared before it ever came out. And, you know, they're going to say what they're going to say. But then when we actually read it, uh, I was su surprised in the sense of how damning it was. So what was your, uh, what was your Do you know what my, overall impression? You know what my gut feeling was? This is why Nancy Pelosi is pushing the impeachment so hard right now. Because she knew this report was coming out, Clock's and it is—it is absolutely a damning report. But that's also seriously, it just throws steel and the whole dossier in the frickin' garbage disposal. It gives—it it tells you point blank. Not only does the dossier have no credibility, but Steele himself has no credibility, and he's yeah, never time. had any credibility at all. I think one of the most amazing little quotes that I wrote down in my notes here was that the, that the CIA classified uh, Steele and his dossier as nothing more than internet rumors. Yeah. That is a quote from the CIA. Internet rumors. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's stunning to me. And so I, I think that my overall gut feeling was, uh, number one, it's an IG report. So obviously when the administration is investigating itself, right, the Office of, you know, Internal Investigations is investigating itself, there's going to be a considerable amount of doublespeak so that they cover their own butts and make sure the right people are never implicated. And throughout this report, JC, it was uh, that there was no accountability. Nobody no. talked about this. This is not uh, the admin the leadership. Let me put this. I don't know. I don't know how to do this, JC. You're gonna have I, to. I want I feel like I want an IG T-shirt. It's like, you know, dear citizen, none of us are guilty. You know, like. Trust yeah. us, we're, none of us are guilty. It's just crazy. Okay, I, so I have these two pictures, JC. I don't know. How do you put those up on your screen? I, I, I want this how, one first. Yeah, I don't know how anybody um, anybody takes uh, you know takes it seriously in the first mm -hmm. place. Like like the thought that uh, the IG was somehow going to hold them accountable. Now, I, I felt like. You know, when I talked about it before, I felt like, um, you know, what we're looking at is exposure. Like, you're going to get right. the information mm -hmm. to expose what is going on, uh, but, you, you know, th this is not, how can I say this? It's, it's not a place where... Um, you expect like indictments and that kind of thing, right? That's not what IG does. No, no, no. 
this is not the but purpose this, of this, IG. Now, so, and that's a very good point, JC. Yeah. So this is not that's a criminal you, investigation. And, and basically, the IG report does exactly what it's supposed to do. It finds the failures of the department. Where are the failures in policy? Where are the failures in, in, uh, in, in departmental procedure? Uh, was there, did, did they follow part departmental procedure? Where is the, the departmental procedure lacking? And that's exactly what happened here is they, they and, and they say this over and over again within the report. Right. They say it's not our job to second guess what happened. It's not our job to figure out what is going on uh, with the information. It's not our it's not our job to fill in the blanks. Okay, and so um, you're distracting me here. <laughs> it's not it's, my fault. It's not our job to 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 fix the problem. Right. That's not their job. Their job is to identify the problems. Right. And that's pretty much what they did while in the meantime, right? While in the meantime determining that they are covering covering certain people, mm -hmm. right? They're going to cover certain people and make sure that uh, everybody is is happy. So JC's got this what? this is actually something that I pulled directly out of the report. Okay. And I wanted to show this because this is my overall thought on the report. That so many basic and fundamental errors were made by three separate hand-picked teams on one of the most sensitive FBI investigations that was briefed to the highest level within the FBI. I can't see it now. Sorry. <laughs> I can't read it, so I can't see it. Thanks. Uh, that the, uh, let's see, the most sensitive FBI investigations that was briefed to the highest levels within the FBI and that the FBI officials expected would eventually be subjected to close scrutiny, right? Throughout this report, you have people popping up along the way and either saying we don't need to take this steel report, we don't need to take any steel reports because by the nature of what this is, we're gonna get slammed. We don't want our reputation linked to this guy. He's got no credibility, right? And then uh, it's they said they raised significant questions regarding the FBI's chain of commands management and supervision of the FISA process. So what you have here, JC, is is I think three fundamental problems. You have pl policy that is lacking. Mm -hmm. You have policy that's not followed. You have, uh, well, I guess four problems. Then you have a command that is completely hands off. You have, un according to the report, whether that's actually true or not, who knows. But according to the report, the the I don't know if hands off is a good word. You I mean I, I would say incompetent. They're saying Okay, but no, like I'm saying hands off because these underling FBI agents did lots and lots of really major stuff without ever informing the the leadership. 
Over and over and over again, the report says the leadership never knew about this. They even said that the under uh, the 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 people under this leadership withheld information. Okay, but the but let's be clear. When you say leadership, that term leadership was applied to very specific. When they said these particular people weren't informed, because if you say leadership, I'm thinking Comey, McCabe. They weren't hands off. They that's not who they were referring to. Not informed. McCabe and, and Comey knew about the steal, and they pushed it. I mean, on the contrary, they dr they tried to drive it. Yes. Contrary to what people were saying, but this the is thing garbage. is, McCabe, so they're referring to National Comey, Security Council, yeah. OIG, right, DNI. But so here's all the, the people, the courts, all this stuff. They were saying. Nobody oversaw these agents that did whatever. Nobody checked behind them, and then right. they, they were McCombie allowed to give false and information. Cabe were not their direct supervisors. Right. So, so that's what I'm saying. And when so you say the, leadership, the you leadership mean, of these people, okay. their direct gotcha. supervisors, gotcha. Gotcha. were not informed. Not only that, they never they they not only did not inform them, they withheld intentionally the underlings with intentionally withheld information not only from their managers and their supervisors right. but also from the FISA courts themselves. I have this, this I mean like I said I have these notes here of the things that popped out in in my mind and I, I let me just tell you what this review about was about. The review was a decision uh, they were reviewing the decision to open the uh, crossfire uh, case. And four cases along with it. So we're going to review hurricane. hurricane. Well, they named Somebody, it after Rolling Stones. <laughs> the Jumpin' Jack Flash. Jumpin' Jack Flash I, is a guess, guess, guess. I don't know what's behind that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, what I got, the first thing that came to my mind was the Jumpin' Jack Flash movie with Whoopi Goldberg, uh, which was about espionage. Hmm. Okay. So... So I, I, that's what I thought. Did they was somebody a Whoopi Goldberg fan watched the Jumpin' Jack Flash movie, which was all about espionage, right? And then they uh, got to be some code hurricane. I'm, I'm sure you know? somebody has. How a did they come video? up with these names? I don't know. So it was about the, they were going to review whether it was proper for them to open the investigation, mm -hmm. whether it was proper for them according to procedure. To open the four cases against Papadopoulos, Page, Manafort, and Flynn, and did their actions comply with department and FBI policies? Here's the big thing the FBI's relationship with Steele, but not just the FBI, Attorney Orr, mm -hmm. his Bruce relationship, Orr. Bruce Orr, with, with uh, Steele was one of the most one of the most ethically shocking things that I read in this. Now, put aside, if you, I mean, we're talking about levels of ethically shocking that are off the scale to begin with, right? So you're up in the red with the majority of the fact that they're, they're withholding information from the FISA course. They're falsifying, they're falsifying sworn affidavits to get warrants from the FISA court. So that's up there. And then the relationship of Bruce Orr with Steele is is above that. Yeah, whose Orr's wife was part of Fusion GPS. Yeah, you're getting you're, yeah, you're getting ahead of strategy. Yeah. But I wanted I wanted to say this. You're saying 
all of this is in the report. All of this right. is in the report. I'm not making this up. This is all in the report. No, but Remember, all this text my, is taken my from point is, No, my point is, that's not my point, is that people are saying this report's just a whitewash. It's not a whitewash. It's got all this. It's oh, my goodness. unbelievably damning. And, so and if you it, think it, it's with a whitewash. Unbelievable details. Yeah, so if you think it's a whitewash, just that, no that's, way. The, that's the narrative yes. from the mainstream media. Nothing to see here. There's nothing in this. You know, it's all been vindicated. Go back to the impeachment. Go look at the impeachment. That's what we want to talk about. We want right. to talk about Trump being impeached based on obstruction of justice. What the heck is obstruction of justice Yeah, anyway, so even so. though, now, people may be referring to the IG's conclusions, which again, they're not going to, this is not where you well, find it's because you misunderstand the purpose of the Inspector General's report. Well, and all IG's, I mean... They don't do anything. So it, these are internal, essentially they're internal audits. Yes. And then they present the reports to the agencies and their recommendations. Here's what you all well, do. Well, that's why I was to, going over this list. Yeah. To, to do, show to you what it was about, right? right? It is an internal audit to determine whether the FBI followed procedures, right. whether the procedures are sufficient within the FBI, where they're lacking, where they're not followed, and and maybe even some suggestions that these policies need to be fixed and these policies need to be made. There's no, and, and ethics is what, ethics is the closest thing that they get to any kind of legal mm -hmm. accusation. Right. I mean, we're talking about detailed, detailed damning evidence that the FBI falsified affidavits, right? Yeah. Falsified, which is perjury. Right. Because in order to get a warrant, you have to swear to the truthfulness of that warrant, to your own personal knowledge and, and truthfulness of the warrant in order to get that. And they falsified that. They said a million documents were reviewed. They did 170 interviews with more than 100 witnesses. They, they interviewed Comey, Lynch, Yates. Uh, Rod Rosenstein, Dana Boynty, McCabe, James Baker, Bruce Orr, and his wife, Christopher Steele, Glenn Simpson, uh, and uh, uh, Glenn Simpson and Jonathan Weiner were the two that refused to testify, right? So remember, That's they're Fusion not... Fusion GPS, Glenn yeah, Simpson. Yeah, Glenn Simpson is Fusion GC... Let's go there. Fusion GPS is all throughout this, and here's the thing that I think a lot of people missed in the mainstream media's talk about the Steele dossier and who's responsible for this. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they act like like Steele was just on some personal agenda or... Uh, here's the other thing. That the FBI somehow uh, contracted with Steele to make these reports. That's simply not true. This is the crazy thing that got me. So, Fusion dossier, Fusion GPS contracted with Steele to investigate and create these reports, the FBI just took what Fusion GPS was paying for. And, so let's hear who Fusion. And, and by the way, guys, this is Office of the Inspector General report. This is not the Office of the Attorney General. Yes, William this is Barr. not this the is not Attorney William General's Barr. report. This is this the, is completely different. This is that, completely that would be different. Next step. The ne yeah, exactly, and that's what you should see next is a report from the Department of Justice Attorney Generals because of the detailed accusations of perjury 
Now, they don't come out and call it perjury in this report because that's place. not their place to call that. But They're, it clearly is. But it clearly is. Falsify, okay. I mean, they right. falsified official documents. So let's clearly set the scene here. Fusion GPS contracts with Steele to investigate and create these reports. To dig up dirt on Trump. To dig up dirt on Trump. That is indisputable or because in this, case, in this fabricate well, dirt on Trump. That's what this report says in here. Right. That Steele wanted Trump to lose. Okay? So Fusion GPS is a commercial research and strategic intelligence firm based in Washington, D.C. The company conducts open source investigation and provides research and strategic advice for businesses, law firms, and investors, as well as for political inquiries such as opposition research, right? The GPS, GPS initialism was, is derived from global research, political analysis, and strategic insight. Now, the that's, issue, that's to create the dossier. That's who contracted with Steele to create the reports. There are, there are. I can't remember. My my brain is mixing up twelve or seventeen reports that create the dossier. And then, as Steele uh, gives that information to the FBI in the form of the dossier, then he is a. Uh, what they call a CHS. He's essentially a confidential informant. Yeah, I called him CI in my notes because right. that's what he is. They, uh, it's a confidential human, human. serve, uh, I forget, subject or something like so, that. So then that, then the FBI pays their CHS, right? So then... Yeah, but this yes, is a big difference here because... Right, no, I'm, I'm just... For people are saying... People are people don't understand this. I'm trying to explain. Yeah, but, I know, but you're... He, he was contra... No, no. Hold on. P somebody asked the question. He was paid by the FBI. Yes, he's paid by the FBI. That's different. He's contra... He was contracted by Fusion GPS to create this stuff. Him being paid by the FBI is, is separate. They... That's what they do. They pay their informants. So but he's here's essentially the a paid informant. He was not a paid informant at this time. Right. At, at the cre creating dossier. No, he right. did not. He was not even a paid informant when he handed them the reports. He had been dismissed as a CI right, right. right after, okay, so he, he had been a CI in the FBI in the past. Yeah. So, he'd been, so he had been paid previously. He'd been, not, pray, not he'd been paid previously. They stopped using him. Gotcha. They brought him back in as a CI. Now, when, when Steele admitted that he leaked Ev he leaked information from Yahoo. one of his reports to Mother Jones. And the Yahoo FBI News. dismissed him. Mm -hmm. Now, th that was the Yahoo News was before that. Uh, but it was the Mother Jones article that caused the FBI to dismiss Steele right. for cause. Now, this is why they're investigating the uh, attorney Bruce Orr's relationship with Steele. Because Steele is no longer a CI for the FBI, but or keeps this relationship going uh, against policy, because uh, according to policy, when a CI is dismissed, there can be no continuing relationship with that CI right. unless you go back through the procedures to bring him back in as a CI. So doesn't he th then then to skirt that requirement? Doesn't he start? 
funneling it through Bruce Orr. So then he's giving information to Bruce Orr, and then Bruce Orr is no, giving no, no. it to the FBI. No, no, no. Bruce Orr is the problem. Okay, Bruce Orr is an agent. He's an attorney. Right. And he's an agent. And that's part of the problem because now you have you have him it's it's not really skirting because the the report says no, this, this was is a wrong. Violation. This is a violation. Gotcha. This is not how it's supposed to work. Now the thing that really tangles But in their but in his their minds they thought they were backdooring sneaking in. So I mean what yeah. I'm saying is it seems like it demonstrates intent. Mm-hmm. Like they knew it was wrong. Right. Right. Otherwise, why would you be doing it that way? They right? didn't. Uh, well, I, it's okay. I can't make that conclusion here because I don't think there's enough evidence from this report to make that kind of conclusion. Either way, either they felt like they didn't want to go through the trouble to bring him back in, uh-huh. or they realized they wouldn't bring him back in because he was dismissed for cause. But we want his stuff anyway. Man, right. I mean, that so. It's, it sure oh, seems what a, like, oh, what a tangled web we weave, yeah, but right? That's that seems the whole like thing. Intentional. I mean, to me, that would, as an, if I'm investigating it, I'd be like, wait a minute, hold on. You, you know this guy's fired, basically. Why are you still doing this and right. you're doing it in such a way mm-hmm. that looks like you're trying to skirt accountability? Now, or is the guy, when I'm telling you, you know, the whole lying to the FISA courts under oath, the whole perjury thing is like next level criminality or steps it up. And that's why I think it's important to talk about him because of all the things that the IG report kind of sloughs off in, in here, it's this it's it's the misconduct of or now maybe because I'm an attorney JC it's highly offensive to me because what or did was absolutely second nature wrong mm-hmm. from an attorney's perspective okay he he not only had uh, communication with uh, an unauthorized person he not only hid that communication, he not only deceived about that communication, um, he, he knew the communication was wrong. Number two, he made himself a witness in the investigation. This is something that attorneys know from day one. If I'm a prosecutor, and, and maybe, maybe not all attorneys know this, right? So if you were a prosecutor or you were a defense attorney, I think maybe that's the sort of legal realm that that all of this really rings home in. If you're an invest, if you're in a prosecutor, if you are a, a, a defense attorney, one of the first things you know is you do not make yourself a witness to your own case. Because then you have to recuse yourself from the case because you're going to be called to the witness stand. I mean, it's like this huge no-no thing. An absolutely huge thing. Mm. Not only that, this is, let me, let me, because I want to talk about this whole lying to the FISA court things, but I don't want to, to jump over this, right? That's a lot. Go ahead. The, the report found 17 and these are the words of the report. Yeah. Significant inaccuracies and omissions in the FISA court applications. Seriously, significant inaccuracies. How much more kind can you be <laughs> about you lied in the biggest kind of way under oath? That's the thing that bothered me. You lied 17 times yeah. 
under oath. That's the part that bothered me, and, and again, not not surprising uh, for you know our history, familiarity with IG reports and how they do things. But that's what is was irritating in how the the, the sort of cavalier language, the euphemisms, you mm -hmm. know. They, they falsify documents right. like the one on, maybe you'll get to when they talked on page 367, they talked about speculation. They use the word speculation. They fabricated. They yes. completely yes. fabricated information to right. put in uh, a FISA warrant mm -hmm. request. I mean, so that's, you, can't, you go to jail for that. Here's the thing. This was the finding, and this is actually what the report says, finding. FBI personnel fell far short of the requirement in the FBI policy that they ensure that all factual statements in a FISA application are scrupulously accurate. Okay. Yeah. Now we're not talking it about take that many words to say they lied. Right. Exactly. But here's the point, and and this is where we talked. I don't know if we talked about this before the show, if we talked about this on the show or not. This is the point. The policy establishes that FISA, when you're, when you're submitting testimony to a FISA report, your, your truth has to be scrupulously accurate, okay? Mm -hmm. But when you're submitting a warrant to a court, an application for a warrant to the court, the requirement is perjury under oath, mm -hmm. which is not just scrupulously accurate. It's either false or it's true. Right. That's the standard under the law. And that's what kind of irritates me because never once did they talk, like I said, perjury. And I don't think that this is beyond the IG's scope of the investigation because violating law would be violating policy. Right. Right, because their whole thing is, did they violate policy? Did they follow policy? Well, obviously, they didn't follow policy because their application was not scrupulously accurate as the policy requires. But I am certain there's somewhere in a policy somewhere that says, if you violate the law, you know, you cannot violate, you must follow the law. Well, here's the thing, and it's just like Comey's equivocating with with the Hillary thing, mm -hmm. right, and changing the words and terminology mm -hmm. uh, in reference to the statute. But if you're not scrupulously accurate as the uh, policy requires, then that means you you're lying, mm -hmm. right? And it goes further. I mean, they they well, it's clear me, that they intentionally falsify multiple instances in which factual assertions relied upon in FISA applications were inaccurate, incomplete or unsupported by appropriate documents that the FBI actually had in their possession. The Crossfire team failed to fully disclose information in possession even when specifically requested by the leadership. Right. Not only the FISA application lied that Steele's previous reporting, right, remember because he worked for the FBI before, in order to submit a CI as evidence to get a warrant. You have to prove that the CI is credible. Right. The CI's credibility is linked on corroboration, right? And so what they said, oh, well, we used Steele a long time ago. And all the evidence that we used that Steele gave us a long time ago, back when he was an agent for this, 
He was a Secret Service agent, okay? So we used Steele back when he was a Secret Service agent, and all the, the information that he gave us was corroborated, step number one. Step number two was also used in court for a criminal case. These yeah. are the two ways not, not US you corroborated. Secret Service. He was British he, intelligence. He was, yeah, but they still used him, right? Right, right. Which was a flat-out lie which the report identifies yeah. because Steele's previous reporting was not corroborated. His handler actually comes out and says, well, that's a bit of an exaggeration yeah. because Over, in reality, overstatement, yeah, overstatement yeah. his qualifications because are overstated. What, you know, some of it was corroborated, but the majority of it was not. And we never used him in court. Right. So the FISA application totally lies, Fabricate. totally lies, right? And it fabricates, right? Yeah, that, and, that's... And, I, and then what, what tripped me up is even when the FBI leadership asked for this information, the, the underlings act like it didn't even exist, and they had it in their possession. Okay, so let's pause right there, because let, let's go back to, let's put this in the context of what we experienced with Comey and, you know, his equivocating about Hillary's actions. Mm -hmm. Okay, remember... Uh, you know, and her mishandling of classified information that mm -hmm. you and I, as regular, you know, uh, as members of the peasantry, would go to prison Well, we for. were military intelligence. Right. JC and I went through the same training that Hillary would have had to sit through, signed the same documents, learned the same codes, learned the same procedures, the yeah. same precautions, heard the same threats. And the law clearly spelled and she, out. Wait a minute, let's be very clear now. She was secretary of the frickin' state. Right. So, But the law clearly... Which means she had higher obligations and standards. Yeah, exactly. But the law clearly outlined the requirements and the consequences. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then remember, Comey added the idea of intent. So right. the law basically said, if you do this... This is a violation. Willingly or, or yeah, knowingly it, it, or unknowingly. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't say, There's no mens rea involved Unless here. she didn't mean to. So, so Comey added, well, she didn't mean to, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I didn't prosecute. Now, if you go through, I think it's page 361 through like 370, reads like a criminal conspiracy, okay? And what you find. All right. In addition to these violations, these things that are against the law, the intent is clear because now, again, the language of the IG, it makes it out. The, the IG reports it like, golly, gee whiz, these were not very good FBI agents. They, they were not. By golly, very good at their job. No, 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 no. But they, that's they, not what you see no, no, no. in the in, evidence. In the report, they intentionally withheld this stuff. Now, no, no, this that's is, what I'm saying. So yeah. let, let me yeah. let let's so let's bring that right to this context. All the evidence laid out, even in the IG report, clearly indicates intent. Even if we want to add that, because as you said, it's not that. Whoops. We didn't include this information that was left out. An omission is what, what they keep using this term, omission. We just left it out. As the, in this process, they, and the report demonstrates, many of the folks became aware. They knew the information was there, and there were numerous people uh, you know, pushing back, contradicting, saying this is a problem, this is a problem. So it's easily easy to demonstrate, and this goes back to me to political bias, which they said, we didn't draw any conclusion political bias. This shows some kind of bias because it demonstrates they intentionally 
lied because they had the information, they knew the information, and they did not include it. They actually did find political bias. They actually said there was political bias. They didn't assign it to the FBI agents, but they clearly established that there was political... And then the report says... We yeah. have clearly established that there was political bias on the on on the on on the side of steel. Now I don't want to get too far ahead because there's some very important things. People are going to be hearing these things out of context, right? So the um, I, I want to make something else clear before we go on. Uh, the way the FBI got the FISA report, uh, uh, got the FISA warrants on all these people. Mm-hmm. is exactly how they get their FISA warrants on everyone. Right. So let's not be clear. This is Let's be very clear. This is not about Trump. Yeah. This is about the FBI lying to the FISA courts to get their warrants. And here's the problem. The FISA courts are called secret courts, not because you don't know they exist, They're called secret courts because you're not allowed to know what happens inside of them. So if the FBI gets a warrant from a FISA court to come after you, you can't know what it took to get that warrant so you can dispute that warrant and protect your innocence. And so now we have documented IG information that that absolutely corroborates what Americans have been saying since 2001, that the FBI is lying in these secret courts to steal our information and to even take people captive. Well, and in fact, there was a report that they just did, an audit that they just did that nobody paid attention to, that came out that specifically showed this, Mm -hmm. uh, where, where they went through the uh, the what was it again? Somebody mentioned in the chat the confidential human yes. source. Confidential right? human they, source. These source, bas- right. basically their source informants, them, yes. and how they were being used or, or really misused. I think came out on November 9th, uh, where where they had gone through this whole thing of saying exactly what what you you're saying. So the point is, this is not just an isolated thing that related Mm-mm. to steel and and targeting Donald Trump. The previous report in November talked about the entire program of informants and how they were mm-hmm. misused. And, and basically, so many of these warrants from this secret court being used against American citizens. This doesn't just apply to Trump. This is being done to your average American citizen. So let, let me I want to I want to point out a couple things here, because now we're I want us to look into this FISA thing. And I want us to look specifically into what's happening here with some very important key aspects, okay? So, Steele's handling agent told IG, this was one of the interviews during, during, to create this IG report, that when Steele provided him with the first election reports in July and described his engagement with Fusion GPS, the Steele's handling agent said it was obvious to him that the request for the research was politically motivated. Right. Now, the handler is an FBI person, right? And he says, look, I'm trying to tell you, and this handler was totally upfront. He's not one of the people that hid all of this 
like the the agents are. When we get to the end of this narrative, I'm going to tell you where I think this is all coming from. But he says, um, it was obvious to him that the request for the research was politically motivated. Uh, the supervisory intelligence analyst who supervised the analytics for Crossfire Hurricane also said that he was aware of political influences in Steele's reporting. When the FBI obtained additional info raising significant questions about the reliability of Steele's election reporting, uh, they failed to reassess the Steele report, Steele's reporting and relied upon in the FISA applications and did not fully advise high-ranking officials. So they knew that there was questions. They didn't reevaluate the the um, the the truthfulness of this the and they did not corroborate right yeah all right so then they didn't tell their their ranking officials the fbi did not press steel about who was funding his research or his role in the september 23rd 16 yeah uh, uh 2016 yahoo news article that you were talking about right so which led all of this is the beginning of the false statements in the FISA report. This is what we call in criminal prosecution, fruit from the poisonous tree. When you obtain a warrant by false information, then everything that is, that is obtained from that warrant is now completely inadmissible in court. Which means Manafort should be out of prison. Yeah. Which means every investigation of, of, of Page and Manafort and Flynn Stone. and Papadopoulos and Stone has been through this IG report uh, um, established beyond a doubt as an illegal warrant obtained. Right. Now somebody asks, Chris Ann, if this is true, why are these people, why didn't their attorneys question this? Why didn't this fruit from the poisonous tree come up? Because it's a secret court. The only way we could have gotten this information is from an internal investigation. So, and this is the, the insidious nature of these courts. There is absolutely no due process you have no way to prove your innocence. It's just, it's just simply, simply outrageous. I counted in here one fruit of the poisonous tree. Let's see here. Uh, two, three, four fruits of a poisonous tree uh, in, in just simply the beginning of this report. Wow. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Take a breath. back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. I just want to mention to you now that you can hear me and I don't need to be dubbed over. Sorry. <laughs> 
I was laughing at David about his soda germs. That was funny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that my fault. What what you're learning here are conclusions based on knowledge acquired that we teach at LibertyFirstUniversity.com. This is this is the this is how you take the foundational building blocks and you take what you know and you understand what's right and what's wrong, right? right. Uh, this is not something that is b beyond anybody's acquisition. The problem is we've been deliberately dumbed. We've been deliberately denied essential building blocks. So go to Liberty First, gain the knowledge, then you go pick up this report, dig through it, and boom. You can bada bing, bada boom. educate everybody around you and what's going on and how, how they ought to see it. So here's the one thing that I want to talk about before we sign off today. I know we're coming close to our end here, but um, uh, remember we talked about Attorney Orr and his relationship with Steele. Okay, so uh, at the time Orr worked with Steele, remember, Steele, we find out that Fusion GPS was actually hired, or we believe Fusion GPS was hired by someone in the Clinton campaign or in the DNC, right? Yeah. So then Fusion hired Steele. Mm -hmm. Here's the crazy thing. At the time that Fusion uh, was working with Orr, Orr's wife is an employee of Fusion GPS. Right. Okay, here's the thing. At the time Orr worked with Steele, Orr's wife worked for Fusion GPS as an independent contractor. From October 2015 to the end of 2016, Orr never disclosed this relationship. Or The IG says this doesn't specifically violate any FBI policy, or federal rules of ethics, but the conclusion they came to was given the specific facts or should have at least consulted with the department's ethics officials and told them. Now, he did actually um, disclose that his wife was a private contractor, but the disclosure form does not require him to say what she's a contractor for. Now let's be clear, because this is the this, this is the dot that I want the dots that I want everybody to connect that went in my brain. Right? Let me read this. Fusion GPS is a commercial research strategic intelligence firm based in Washington D.C. The company conducts open source investigation, provides research and strategic advice for businesses, law firms, and investors, as well as for political inquiries such as opposition research. Okay. You have an attorney in the FBI whose wife is working for a private agency that collects intelligence. <laughs> no conflict of interest there. No conflict of interest. Oh, well, I don't talk about my work to my wife at home. What? Who's then funneling. Who's then funneling. Yeah, steals information through her husband to the FBI. And probably back and forth. Right. Right? Yeah, no question. No, no, no question why, why, why about would, this. Yeah. No, I and mean, even you're, you're if there isn't, why would you set that you have to have this conversation that this at least sets up the the yeah. 
the opportunity, right? Eschew all opportunity for, uh, you know, misinterpretation or whatever. This is something that should have never happened. When you are the wife of an attorney who works in an intelligence community, there are certain jobs you can't do. Let's just be very clear. There are certain jobs you can't do. And this is where, you know, the conservatives got all upset when, when they found out that Ted Cruz's wife was working for the CFR. Mm-hmm. Right? This is like off the chain, off the level, kind of different from that. Right. This is, you want to talk about national security threats? And I mean real tangible national security threats. The attorney for the FBI working specifically in the intelligence community of the FBI whose wife works for contracts with an intelligence gathering contractor. Yeah. I, that's, that's just, for me, that's just off the level just wrong. I, I just... Uh, you know, I, I I don't even know how to get over. There's so many things wrong with this. Can we look that at it's hard to even just, just real, real quick just to highlight um, some of these things uh, in the if you look at the report and this is the thing that why the media controls the information. They know most people are not going to read this thing. Yes. First off, you see, oh my goodness, it's 500 pages. And, and then, of course, a, a bulk of the American people are locked into mainstream media right. uh, to tell them, uh, you know, what it means, what it says. But if you look at, like I said, page, I think it's page three, around 360 uh, to about 370, and it talks about... Look at the table the of lies. contents. Yeah, right. The table of contents will tell you where to go, but let me give you a little hint. In the beginning of the report is an executive summary. And I don't usually trust the executive summaries because the, uh, the, con- the Congressional uh, Research Service, they do their executive summaries sure. and they're all garbage. But I actually read the report and I read the executive summary. The executive summary is on target and it's a really good summary of the events. I, I pulled this language from the report. Can I read this? Because this is stunning. Go ahead. I think this is something that the American people need to understand. Because there's a lot of misinformation coming out there. Okay, so let's see. Um, Where is this? Okay, let's see. This is amazing. In 2013, Steele became an official FBI uh, CHS. I called them CIs Mm -hmm. in my thing. And the Steele and FBI disagreed about their relationship. The FBI believed that Steele worked for the FBI because he's a CI. They're paying him, right? According to the IG report, Steele says, no, I didn't work for the FBI. The FBI contracted my company, but my real obligations are with my clients, not the FBI. So when Steele is creating these reports that he's giving to the FBI while the FBI is still paying him in 2013, He's not creating these reports for his client, the FBI. He's creating these reports for his political opponent client and then handing those reports to the FBI and collecting money for them. He's double dipping on the same work, Mm -hmm. right? But the FBI says, wait a minute, you work for us. He's like, no, I don't work for you. I work for 
who's paying me to create these political opposition reports, right? Now watch this. This degree disagreement led to the divergent expectations about Steele's conduct in connection with his election reporting and stopped their relationship with him in 2016. Except or kept working with him, uh, 2016's uh, Steele's firm hired by Fusion GPS obtained information about whether Russia was trying to fix the 2016 election and whether Trump had personal ties with Russia or not. This is where the dossier comes from, right? Here's the important thing. I give you all that to tell you this. Steele is not the source of any information in any of his reports. Yeah. He's not the guy who went out and collected all this information. Listen to this. Steele relied upon a primary subcontractor who used a network of secondary and tertiary subcontractors to get information to pass on to Steele. We're talking about third-time hearsay. Right. Right? Hearsay to the third power. Hearsay to the third power that creates the information, which is why the FBI could never corroborate this, why the CIA called it internet rumor, and let me put this at the point of this, right? Even though, remember, because the FBI agents withheld the information from the FISA courts, withheld the information from their immediate supervisors and managers, right? They knew this information was not corroborated. Mm -hmm. They continued to keep trying to corroborate this all the way to the time that it was released. And they never, ever, over a period of five years, could never corroborate his testimony, but never told anybody that it was un- that it was not credible. Man, there is so much more in this. I think we've uh, we crossed over uh, the time where then Facebook starts screwing around with us and messing with our sound and all that sort of thing. Uh, so we may want to. Yeah. Do a part two tomorrow. I mean, there's so much in this thing. But but I would say don't listen to the mainstream spin on, on this thing, man. The And I uh, don't care if it's Fox. I don't care yeah. if it's CNN. I don't care if it's MSNBC. They all have an agenda. Yeah. We're bringing this to you, liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality from a unique perspective, not just simply... Uh, from the truth perspective, but from people who have been in intelligence collection, we've been trained in military intelligence, and a prosecutor who was practicing, uh, who's been a practicing prosecutor for nearly a decade, practicing law and involved in, in the legal system for now, twenty almost 20 years now, JC, I've been doing this. Uh, this is not a perspective you're going to get from somebody's show on some mainstream media. Yeah. So you guys, I guess you got you guys got good sound out there now. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're jerking us around, but I think we're good. Okay, but uh, so your conclusions on this? I mean, so from what I'm hearing, I mean, this is it is damning, and it has the information is there. You, you kind of have to overlook the IG's massaging of the language. I mean, all the the IG really kind of. Uh, almost flowers it up like, mm-hmm. to make it sound less than it is. But if you just look at the facts that are presented in the report, it's clearly damning. Yeah. You have basically evidence of the FBI, its agents, mm-hmm. falsifying information. 
and and I think perjury. also yeah perjury. perjury. And I think Comey as well. I wanted to, I wanted to mention this in particular on page 178 through 181 of the report. Uh, you see that Comey was another one, not just the agents. This is why I was making the distinction right, between right, the leadership. Right, right, right. Uh, so while the agents that were you know on the ground, what they call what they were saying, um, uh, agent number one, mm -hmm. and agent number seven, like mm -hmm. you don't get their yeah. names. Um, they were falsifying this stuff. They were leaving this stuff out. They knew it was false, and they're pushing this steel dossier that that they knew was garbage. And they weren't uh, they weren't giving what do you call that exculpatory yeah, evidence? Exculpatory. I mean, that's required yeah. in in situations like this, right? Well, when you're, you're trying to, to get a warrant. Well, but when you're trying to determine whether you have the the, the appropriate criteria to get yeah. a warrant, you have to weigh the good with the bad. So they cut out all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, mm -hmm. as far as, you know, what didn't fit their narrative. So they did it intentionally. Their immediate supervisors, mm -hmm. so they didn't, they kept it back from them. However, in, in the process of the investigation, uh, Comey became aware of all this, and there I were actually people. Actually, have the text right yeah, here. Yeah, there were people in the process, and so this is the thing you learn from that: that Comey pushed and pushed and yep. pushed for the Steele dossier to come out. Let me, re let me read out. this: the FBI leadership, James Baker and James Coney, supported relying upon Steele, even after being advised of concerns by Stuart Evans which is the NSDDAAG, that Steele may have been hired by someone associated with Clinton or the DNC and not worth the risk of, of being criticized later because of politically sensitive material. McCabe said they needed to get to the bottom of the, quote, national security threat regardless of the problems. This is why my conclusion is this. So according to the report, you have these FBI agents who have failed to disclose information to this level of leadership. Mm -hmm. However, the McCabe, Comey, Stewart level of leadership has this information, yep. right? So here's what I believe. I believe in order to cover themselves, McCabe, Comey, and this level of FBI leadership went around the middle leadership directly to the agents mm -hmm. and said, you're going to do this you're not going to give these guys information because now there's a buffer, right? There's a buffer of ignorance. And now Comey and McCabe can blame it all on the underling people because, the, because of the chain of command, right. right? Because the people in the middle section of leadership can say, we didn't have this, so there's no way McCabe and Comey had this. They created right. a chain of command buffer. When in reality, McCabe and Comey leadership were funneling stuff to the lower level to ensure that all of this kept going, but then to keep themselves clean. Yeah, well, you I see the light bulb turned on. Yeah, yeah, you see the, and you see that in what's in the report, mm -hmm. the emails between, uh, particularly I think it was between Comey and Brennan. Like Comey couldn't even get Brennan to change, like Comey, Comey wanted Brennan to say something a certain way to, to give credibility to the Steele dossier. He couldn't even get Brennan to go along with him in, in that particular right. release of that statement. Right. Because they could never, ever, they, I'm going to tell you what, if there's one thing they actually tried to do for years, and that was to corroborate Steele's, and, and they could never corroborate. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just corroborating the report, right? He made 12 reports. It's not that they simply could not corroborate the reports. They could not corroborate the, the, 
the uh, reliability and integrity of Steele himself. It's like this guy is a known liar in the intelligence community, right. and we're the only ones that are using him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I so mean, obviously the Brits kicked him out. So, the, so it's there, man. It's in the IG report. And, and contrary, I would say this finally from my perspective, contrary to uh, what the IG is saying about the political aspect, mm -hmm. To me, the political bias is clear. And I, and I know you said in the one part, it, it the, says the political, the political bias, bias is, clear. is clear on uh, Steele and his motivations. And also Stroke and Page and these guys. And, and then, but then they, the IG formulates this language like, yeah, all these people were biased, but it didn't really actually have an effect on you know, how the work was done. Which is total garbage. So, so well, my question just to the IG is: correction, they didn't actually say it didn't have effect. It we, said it's our, not our job to determine if it had an effect. Well, I would say more than that. They said we don't have any. We don't have. How did they, they say? They said it? we, it's not up to us to second. No, but guess. they kept saying in yeah. the report yeah. we find no documentation. Yeah, they said about the judgment. Right, so these are judgment calls and decisions that it's their purview to make those decisions. Yeah, but they also but said they it's said, not our our job to to determine what would have happened had the courts had this information. Right, but many times, if you look through the report, they kept they kept saying for whatever reason, um, you know, we have and and they showed all the biased stuff of Stroke and Page and all this sort of things. And but then they would take it that step further and say. We find no documentation or, I forget the other phrase that they kept using, no documentation or whatever that demonstrated that, you know, that was the decision make, like their mm -hmm. bias was why they made these decisions. Yeah. I say looking at, at all the evidence in the report, how else then do you explain? What exactly then is the IG trying to say? Mm -hmm. are, do they, are they really saying that the FBI is this lawless, is this out of control to not follow the procedures and policies, if, if it's not political bias, what are they saying it is? Because well, this thing, it's, yeah. as I said, it's unbelievable. It reads like a, 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 a criminal conspiracy. So are we really to understand from the IG that they're saying these guys were just not good agents and just did such shoddy work? that through three years of this process and four different FISA requests, th these lies kept happening over and mm -hmm. over and over and over on accident? Uh, no, that no, is just too much to swallow. And I tell you what, I can't wait till Durham's report comes out because mm -hmm. apparently he's having none of this garbage conclusion so, either. I think this is a good place for us to end in saying what's step number two. Step number two, because obviously and, 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 and correctly, it's not the IG's uh, job to bring criminal charges mm -hmm. or to even determine if criminal charges are worthy. The IG's report is an investigation on policy and procedure. And so now what happens is that the, um, that the Attorney General's office will review this report and determine what, if any, 
criminal charges need to be brought through the Department of Justice. So is this where we find out once and for all who William Barr is? Who William Barr is? Yep. Are, this is, is where we find really out who William Barr is. Is he really on the side of the Constitution, the rule of law, or mm -hmm. or are you still, and were you always and still a uh, pawn in the mm -hmm. scheme of yes. the Rothschild what, Rockefeller What happens cartel? now? What happens now? will be the ultimate test for William Barr. We will see who William Barr is with what he does with this IG report. Bottom Amen. line. I like it. Hey, don't forget, go to chrisannhall.com. Switch over there for me, dear. chrisannhall.com and check out the new t-shirts. Uh, the long-awaited for, highly coveted liberty over security, principle over party, truth over personality, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, long sleeve shirts. I mean, cool. I'm going online tonight and I'm buying some. So, uh, thank you guys so much for all your support. Thank you for being with us today. Don't forget, share this with everybody that you can. Like it, subscribe, request the notifications, share it three days in a row. God bless you guys. Thank you and have a great day. end again.